0: welcome back to the not just a bikini girl podcast this is your host jasmine jeffrey and today i am breaking the silence so i've wanted to do this podcast episode for ever (laughs) probably since maybe october time when the podcast kind of went quiet before i get back into episodes uploading and all that sort of thing i kind of wanted i guess to be honest and a bit transparent about why i went a bit quiet where did the podcast go if an update on myself and then just basically just take it from there so but before i go any further i just want to say if you do hear a random like breathe like heavy breathing basically it's my new dog which is the first update i guess i got a new dog sitting right next to me who just loves to be tucked into my armpit which is very very strange um so yeah that's, I guess, the first update. But I've had a few. i had quite a few messages across the months that this has been quiet and kind of saying when they are up- next uploading, is everything okay? And to put it as, like, bluntly as possible, before, I guess, giving a bit more context, like, I honestly needed a break. I had been doing this podcast, building a compact for flat out for about two and a half, potentially three years. And I across those whole sort of years, I've never really given myself or allowed myself to have any sort of like time away, like time off. And slowly but surely, that has that did catch up with me at the end of last year. Like, sure, I gave myself maybe like a day or two here and there. I would never ever say that I've worked three hundred and sixty five days flat out, but I'd always be doing something. I'd always be thinking about something and. Toppled with everything else that went on last year, my own kind of mental health stuff, I I honestly felt like there was so much noise in my life that it felt really, really hard to get a sense of clarity. If Everything felt very unclear about the direction I wanted everything to go in. Um, I felt like last year I play, I was doing a lot of catch-up with my own life. Things were growing, things were kind of running ahead of me and I felt like I was trying to catch up while all at the same time really thinking to myself, God, I really need to take, like, a step back before I can take a few more steps forward. And I think sometimes, like, you need to do that in order to understand yourself a little bit more. I kept trying to record episodes, and I just, I honestly did not feel 100% myself. And I remember listening to, I forgot what the podcast was now, but it was another lady, and she just like, these tanning sort of stuff. She just said, like, if I don't feel 100%, then I can't give 100% when she was talking and she was talking about like all the noise that she was feeling and she took some time out I was like oh my god like this is literally how I've been feeling I've just not been able to communicate and say out loud and explain how I've been feeling um and I do tend to go quite quiet when I generally and I've got quite a lot of things going on and the whole of last year when things kind of I felt like things were getting on top of me and i I got quite stressed. I kind of just put my head down and I thought, right, let's just get through this year and just grow and grow as much as I can. So when it kind of got to August, September, I honestly felt like I was at breaking point. Like things were going so well with the business, like business were picking up, people hearing more about the brand, which was amazing. I had some amazing feedback as always from you girls, which is so lovely to hear about the podcast. But I just got to this point when I just thought, oh my God, like I just need to take a minute and just stop but it's very difficult to do that when you're in peak competing season (laughs) and you've got all these people coming left right and center and with any business there are things that I needed to improve on things that were kind of going wrong um in the grand scheme of things they weren't like massive things but at the time because I was so I felt very stressed and I hadn't really had a break I just felt everything felt super super like heightened if that makes sense um, so it kind of got to October, and I said to my husband, I was like, Do you know what? I said, I really just need a break and I need some time away from this business and the podcast. I guess just have a bit more time on myself. So we went away in November to Amsterdam for my birthday. It was the first time in I don't know how long that I went completely off my phone. Like my average time my screen time went down so much I'm sorry if you can hear this dog like breathing heavily (laughs) um it went down so much and I went away maybe use an hour a day not even that and most of that was just to take photos and I kind of it was the first time that I really allowed myself just to completely switch off and just forget that I had a business and I guess just kind of be with myself a little bit I think I've always had this, like, idea of, like, if I don't always be my business, like, it's going to kind of go, go to shit. And at that time, after having people say to me, you need to get a unit, you need to get the business out of your house, you need to bring people on board, like, all these things I thought weren't possible, because even though things had grown, like, they're still not at the point that I'm 100% confident that everything could be paid for, like, all the running costs and all that sort of thing... I think that's an anxiety that like quite a few business owners still have, even in the, like, a few years down the line. Um, but from September to November, I kind of just got to the point of thought, I really need to, like, these stresses that I'm having, I can't, like, these, they, they can be fixed. I've just got to find a solution. So September was a real big turning point, I think, because it was just, like, right, this is the problem. I need to actually get my ass in gear. Because for, like, a couple of months... Oh, she's in a really like weird place of thinking, oh, it's not gonna work out. If we get the unit, I'm not gonna be able to afford it. But even just doing that and getting at, like, you should have seen my house, guys, it was overflowing with stock, rubbish, like it was just so much. And obviously for me, and my husband, my husband was literally working off like the tiniest dining room table. And I know these all sound like like little things, but I guess it's giving you like a real insight into how. Like, I was and how my life was like um, last year. It was just an incredible amount of stress. And I most definitely had outgrown, um, I guess, working from home life, having the stock, per se, in the house. So moving it to the unit was a big, big move. But it meant that I could come home and not feel as stressed. And it also meant that I wasn't doing orders until, like, 10, 11 at night like I was doing. And even though... It had to do, like, I have had to do that, and I would do it all again to get to this point again. I think it comes to a point where that isn't sustainable. I think if anyone's running a business or trying to run a business or looking into doing it, um, like, you have to put that grind in in the beginning. I 100% think that anyway, and it still continues. But there comes a point where you have to, I guess, draw that line of where you time is and where business time is and i definitely learned that last year that i need to draw that line a bit more <laughs> i guess a bit thicker at times um and then i brought on one of my friends and again it is only like a couple of 100 quid a pay a month just to help me with the stock with doing a few orders here and there but my god just doing that is me it really gave you know what it really gave me my time back to then relax um, and again be with myself and when I went to Amsterdam it was the first time I think when I realised that my business can run a week without me being in it all the time and sometimes I think that's actually a good thing because I, I felt like I came back from Amsterdam feeling very refreshed but at the same time it I felt a bit of a slump because I've been on this routine of, like, working, 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 working for two years and then to go back into it, I'm not going to lie, it felt very, very hard. Even trying to get back into the gym felt very, very hard. Everything, it was... I felt like I was having to completely rejig how I did things. But that's kind of where I've been the past, I guess, couple of months when this podcast has been very quiet. Like, I really tried to dig in... I guess, inside myself again, because this whole year I felt very out of my depth. I felt very overwhelmed at times and just like not really knowing what I'm doing. (laughs) But to the outside world, everyone thinks I'm, knows exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) Which I guess has been very, very difficult because on one hand, you want to, I guess, put, it's not putting on a front, but you want to, you want to be positive and you want to not look like, you don't know what you're doing, to be honest. No one likes to do that. Um, But I guess with this business, I'm learning more and more, like, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. And if I'd taken that time away and really allow myself time just to be, like have i guess have some alone time i don't feel like my life has got as much as much noise in it if that makes sense yes i've still got things that i've got to figure out as everyone does but i now feel like i can express what i want to say whereas for a long time i've not been able to do that which is why i've gone very quiet because i i just didn't want to come back on this podcast not feeling as in touch with myself because I just think it would not feel it would be I'd be kidding myself to be honest and I think I'd just be saying stuff for the sake of it instead of actually saying stuff because it's what I think and it's what I want to share I think there's a massive massive difference with that so what's the update with me generally apart from those sort of things so business-wise This time last year, I always try and think back now to this time last year. Like, I didn't have a unit. I didn't have people helping. um, But this year, or last year, was, like, the biggest learning curve with dealing with how to run a business. And it did definitely push me at times and test me at times, but it's definitely taught me that I need to ask more questions. I need to know, like, it's okay to not know stuff and it's okay to ask questions and get help if you need it. And that has been like the biggest learning curve, I guess, that I've had. Um, last year as well, we won the best runner up for best new business, which was like ridiculous. And Joe, you know, that was so cool. And it was during the time when everything was really like stressful. Um, and I honestly felt like I wasn't getting anywhere with Compact. Like, I just felt like I wasn't progressing and I wasn't improving. And I guess to get that recognition in a mainstream, sort of way was a massive massive um turning point for me and gave me a massive boost that I needed so the business at the moment I people have this big con- misconception um and it's probably because I've not shown it which is completely my fault but I still work another job the goal is to do compact full-time I don't want people to think that I've launched compact and that is it <laughs> um the goal is to do it full time, though a hundred percent. Um, i love to just commit to it full time, so I'm not having to run around like a headless chicken, like like I did at some points last year. Because I literally would go from one place of work, I'd come home, I'd do orders, then I'd go to the gym while replying to emails, and I'd come back and reply to emails, and it's it was just a constant like. Circle, I guess, a constant wheel of like some sort of working. So, yeah, that is the goal. Hopefully, this year is going to be the year that that happens. Everyone's been asking about like what's in store for the compact in 2020. It's to be honest, it's going to be more of what we have been doing, but basically making it better. So more, it's not going to be some of the stuff isn't going to be as glamorous because it is more like the internal back end. So it's basically how to get products quicker to people, um, getting more stock involved. So it's not in the overseas suppliers unit. So hopefully, people can get their shoes quicker. It's all those little things that hopefully it's really going to be a game changer because I know there's not a lot of companies that can offer that at this point. Um, so it's basically making the whole experience better, providing more information. I might do a couple of meetups next year. It kind of depends on how cash flow is and whether we've got the resources to kind of really like put something on properly. Because I don't, I wouldn't want to put something on just for the sake of it. Definitely not. I definitely want to be doing more photo shoots. I don't know. Is I always find it hard. Like because I always have like some ideas of what I want to achieve in twenty twenty with my businesses and outside. But I don't know about you, girls, like and guys. I always when it's always this sort of time of year see everyone start talking about their new year's resolutions and goals and i sat there this year going getting really anxious thinking oh my god everyone's setting goals and i haven't set any goals like is that a bad thing am i doing something wrong am i not ambitious anymore when actually it's just it's sometimes not the right time for you to make those goals and it's so weird i literally woke up on the second of jan i was like yeah i think i have a few ideas now that i'm gonna run with and see how it goes that might not work for everyone, some people might disagree, but that personally is how I've actually always done things. Sometimes I set my goals in June, like halfway through the year. I remember coming up with the idea for Compaq and the podcast in June and that's kind of where like my year started at that point, I think it was 2017 or 2018. So I guess don't feel bad if you're coming into this year not really 100% knowing what your goals should be, and it's okay to keep doing what you are doing and strive to improve within what you are like, where you are right now. And then, once you feel like you are in a good spot, then set some bigger goals, and then set, I guess, the inverted commas New Year's resolutions. Uh, but just know it isn't just you if you felt very anxious and completely out of the loop and feeling like you are doing something wrong because you haven't set your goals. Because I was there, <laughs> I was there. All I knew coming into this year was that I want to work smarter and i want to do things better in every area of my life don't feel bad if you didn't set goals even at this point you still haven't set like these crazy goals if you set your goals in march and you hit them that'll be a lot better than people that set their goals in january just because it's january and they set goals that they don't really want to get anyway and then they don't meet them so i hope that puts some people at ease update on personal life so me and joe So we've been married for a year now and this year has probably been our best year so far. And I don't know if it's just because, oh, it's like our first year of marriage, but we've both done things like the people that we are now are not the people that we were when we first met. And I've definitely had to learn to not be working all the time because there was times when I was hardly seeing him last year um and obviously he understood which was great but I think it definitely taught me like the sort of relationship that I want and I guess the lifestyle that I want and I do want to be able to spend time with my husband I don't think it's a bad thing to actually admit that you don't want to work all the time like you work to spend time ultimately with the people that you love right so I guess like me myself and I I definitely I don't feel this massive cloud over me as much as I used to so I came into last year feeling very anxious feeling very low and even though I still feel stress I feel like I'm able to manage it a bit now and I think that's more because I've taken I think I've taken my business more hands-on in the sense that I just made a decision I didn't even look at the numbers I was like I'm getting this unit I'm going to make my home, I guess, more of a home because it started to become very much like an office slash stock room. And that makes a difference, especially if it's it's your environment. It plays a massive, massive role into how you feel. So I definitely feel better since making those big decisions, which I thought were big decisions, which actually, now I've done them, I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? It's just all those internal conversations, but it's like, what if this, what if that? Um, So, yeah, I definitely feel like i'm going into this year feeling slightly more clearer and i guess more experience more knowledge about my business um and where i want this podcast to go as well so in terms of competing i put a post up being like should i compete again and i'm still toying with stepping on stage this year or not i spent a lot of last year kind of intuitively eating tried to be coached didn't really fit, wasn't really working out. um, And I am actually now, well, at the moment, coaching myself from a nutrition standpoint and cardio. My training is looked after by Luke Hoffman, which you would have listened to the podcast before this. But that has been an interesting one, actually. I would have never thought a few years ago that I'd be able to coach myself. But so far, I've actually really, really enjoyed it. I'm currently just starting like a mini-cut, mini die, whatever you want to call it, um, just to kind of clean things up and then see where I'm at, to be honest. But I'm very, I am very on the fence at the moment about competing um, this year. I think it's, it's very, very hard when you, I don't think sometimes you ever fully see yourself for as you are and how you look. And when you're trying to think about where you sit in the competing space, I think it's hard to know whether you've got enough muscle mass and whether you're ready. I think because the growth of Compaq, I've had a lot more. Like, I used to go to events um, and I quite like the fact that I kept quite a low profile. Um, but I feel like since Compaq and the podcast has grown, I will be very honest now. Like, I do feel a sense, I do feel a greater sense of pressure now stepping on stage again than I did when I first stepped on stage or even like the time before that. Um so for me, it's so if i step on stage again like i really want to make myself proud and i really want to bring the best that i can and with everything that went on last year um and this just my business i being really honest with myself i guess honest with you guys as well i probably trained at like 70 percent of what i'm can do and what i'm capable of and um, i miss sessions here and there Um, my head wasn't really fully in my sessions at times I get quite emotional and upset because I felt like I wasn't training properly so it wasn't like I wouldn't say it's been like a groundbreaking year for my training point of view which is why I brought on Luke because I said to her I feel like I'm in this massive rut I don't feel like I'm making any progress I think being very tall as well I look back at my other stage photos and I think it hit me because I could see how tiny I come in and I guess being longer I have like I don't look as compact excuse the pun but I don't look as like dense and thick in comparison to girls that are smaller than me. So that's kind of where I'm at. I look back at my stage photos from last time or my 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 check-in photos and there actually was a look i think why i'm still toying with it if i didn't have this element i think i'd be like i'd take another off season but i think why i'm toying with the idea still is because i don't know if anyone else does this is you look back at photos you think ah i like that look i wish i brought that instead of what i brought on stage and that's honestly how i feel about a photo that i was eight weeks out from pca london which was the first show and i'm like damn why like i i I really like that look. Yes, I still had um, slightly uneven, like say like the back of my legs, but I, why I really wish I bought that sort of look and I'd be interested to see how that would plan out being on stage with that look. And I think that's why I feel like I haven't done compete my competing um, looks justice yet. And I think that's why I'm toying with stepping on stage um this year is because i'm thinking oh even though like my training wasn't 100 percent perfect then i still i have still trained it's not it's completely gone off so i don't know we'll see what happens this year i'm really enjoying coaching myself i wasn't sure whether being this accountable to myself would kind of be a detriment but at the same time I think if anyone is toying with it, one kind of good thing that I felt like a benefit of coaching myself is you can't blame anyone else. Like, you are fully accountable to yourself. And I think it teaches you a lot of self-love and self-care because, like, you need to look after yourself. And when you put your, I guess, your training and nutrition and all that sort of thing, everything into someone else's hands, it's easy to kind of take, not take the responsibility on for yourself and I do feel like that shift personally at this point in my life has been a really, really good one because it's all those little things. It's like, remember, take my supplements. I need to get X micronutrient in. I need to make sure I've got a variety of veg, blah, 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 like all those little things. Um, I think it's different when someone else is telling you, but when you're telling yourself and you're able to follow through with that, I think that's a very, very strong um, strategy. I guess a very, very strong habit that you can teach yourself. So yeah, coaching myself right now, which isn't going too badly it's always the case when i start a diet it takes freaking ages for anything to happen but we're being patient and we're hanging in there so starting a mini cut sort of diet roughly i think i want to lose maybe give or take like 14 pounds a stone i'm sorry i don't use kg i think what's that kg i think that's maybe like seven eight kg at the top of my head so that's kind of where i'm at Hopefully try and do that in the next, well, by April, that would be ideal. So yeah, we will see what happens. But so far, that is the plan with my own competing stuff. So that is the, I guess, the whole roundup update on where I've been, where I'm at right now. I hope that is insightful, I guess, kind of fills in some of the blanks as to where the podcast has been, why I've been quiet Able to meet quite a few of you last year, which was really, really good fun. Really, really good chats. <laughs> a lot of uh, backstage antics, which was really, really good fun. So, I'll hopefully see some of you at some of your shows or at Body Power. I most likely will be walking around Body Power as you do, picking up all the free samples. But I hope you all had a Wicked Christmas and New Year. I am sorry that I haven't been around, but I have got episodes lined up, ready to get back straight into it. So, I hope you guys and girls stay along for the ride and i'll chat to you all very very soon this has been your host jasmine jeffrey and this has been the not just a bikini girl podcast